0: Where did all of these really challenging emotions come from? Welcome to Grow with Kobe. Listen, this is a podcast that can help us navigate in a more skilled way the life that's in front of us as parents, partners, individuals, professionals, whatever applies to you. And if we can understand the skills it will help us to create as little collateral damage as possible, if we can focus on the things that will get us to the place we want to go. If we have mindfulness of the skills, we can seriously understand who we are, which means we can better connect with the people who are around us. So come with me. This is going to be raw. It will be unfiltered. It will be vulnerable. We'll talk about successes. We'll talk about miserable failures. But most importantly, you're going to get authenticity from me and from all my guests. So come on, come with me. Let's all go together. That's the question that I'm gonna talk about tonight. About 7.15, I was at a friend's house watching their child and out of nowhere, by myself, sitting in the kitchen, I started to really feel my heart pound. And I looked at my, my heart rate on my watch and it was like 86 beats a minute. And I was like, what, what on the green earth is going on? So obviously I had some anxiety and I did not know where it was coming from. I had no idea. So I just kind of sat in that and realized, okay, I'm feeling something, but I don't know what it's about. And in about 45 minutes after that, I left and because the, the other sitter came and I just felt so upset. So the anxiety escalated to this really upset moment with my kids and the girls, were, the girls were trying to broker a deal to hang out with some boys who were family friends and are great boys. Uh, but they tried to do that on the doorstep of, of uh, when it's time to go to bed. And it's a school night. So I had to put a kibosh to that, but I was perturbed at worst, at the very most, um, with the, <laughs> the backdoor deal that, the, that Lucy was, was uh, working on. And I had no idea that that was um, that, that 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 situation would reveal so much more, because I started driving away from my friend's house, and I was listening to Pearl Jam. Um, I was listening to the the elderly woman behind the counter, and. I realized, okay, my emotions are not in alignment with this song. So I need to change it because I was just feeling tumultuous inside. Just like, where is this coming from? What is this about? So I went to Hans Zimmer, who is a composer and does lots and lots and lots of movie scores. Brilliant ones from Interstellar to um, Inception. He does a lot of Christopher Nolan movies and, and beyond. But... I like to listen to some of his um, compositions, some of his songs that have that are, that are very relaxed and calm, no, not with any big overtures, but just calming. So I had this playlist. I started listening to it, and that within about three songs, and on the drive home, I started to calm down a little bit. But what was really interesting is right before I started to calm down, this is the thing that helped me realize man, there's way more to this than what, I'm, than what I'm thinking. As I was driving down the road, this car started to creep out from the drive of a, like the entrance of just a gas station. And they were going a little bit farther than I had wanted, but they were still like totally safe in terms of their distance to me. And they weren't in the road, nor were they in the shoulder. But I saw that car, and then I saw the woman driving it, and I was like, I just had, <laughs> I had these thoughts of like, how dare you? I had this thought of like yelling at her and criticizing the way that she was going out because it wasn't safe. And in about 10 seconds, I realized, oh my gosh, if I were to actually do that, I'd be totally taking out all this emotion that I am feeling that I don't know where it's from on that woman. And she didn't do anything wrong. So clearly this stuff is mine. And so I kept driving, And I realized that I'm feeling way more than what I think I'm feeling. So I thought, okay, I've gotta just stop and evaluate what are my situational triggers? What are the situations that I'm dealing with right now in life that have a lot of emotional uh, charge to them? And the the emotions aren't good or bad, they're not right or wrong, they just are. And so I started going through just the scenarios, okay? Uh, I'm a single dad. And I have the girls right now. I didn't sleep great last night. And so I was, I was fatigued. Um, I was also dealing with anxiety, like my heart racing. And then I started to realize, okay, the situation with the girls, that's not really what I'm upset about. The situation with the poor woman who was trying to leave the gas station, that, that wasn't my issue either. And it took a few more minutes. So by this time, I'd probably listened to like three or four songs. And I finally realized that to be upset at the girls or this woman or anybody else is totally emotionally irresponsible. And it's beside the point because I finally was able to see in real time, like, the equation that led to such overwhelming emotions and anger. And once I was able to see all these, all these situations that have a lot of emotional charge, these situations that triggered these really strong and challenging emotions in me, it gave me a chance to breathe. It gave me a chance to just realize, oh, okay, so this isn't about any one thing. It was about all of the things and it was about how all of those things collectively just made my emotional bucket. You know, that that's how many, I guess, emotions I can carry. It just made that bucket overflow. And I was standing in this massive puddle going, Wait, what's happening here? And, I, and, and until I looked down to see the contributing factors, I just, I couldn't see them. And so... What I realized was I was feeling super intense emotions of anger, anxiety, frustration, disappointment. I was feeling um, embarrassed. I was feeling sad. I was feeling out of control about the situation with my girls. But that also belied the emotions I felt from other situational triggers like being fatigued. I know for sure. Guys, for sure, for sure. Fatigue is an emotion that historically has led to really volatile emotions and thoughts and words and actions. And I have to be so mindful of that because if I, don't, if I don't, if I don't become self-aware real time that I'm fatigued and I'm tired, then I can just be this total mess, this total mess. So once I looked at my emotions and realized, oh my gosh, this is kind of what's going on. And then I was also to connect the dots realizing, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this anxiety. Where's this coming from? I just put the question out there, then identified the emotions and felt the emotions. And I, Guys, I felt like angry and I felt totally upset. And the emotions I felt were not commensurate with what was going on. It just, just wasn't. And I was like, I cannot go home to Lucy and Ellie with such strong emotion because it's like really... What happened was just what kids do, and it wasn't griefless in any way. It just was. And I knew I was making a bigger deal out of things than, than, than I needed to be, or than I needed to be. And that gave me a chance to slow down and say, okay, let's look at all the situational triggers. Let's look at all the factors that are involved in this. And let's really face the emotions that I'm feeling from them. And once I was able to look at the landscape and see Everything that, that, that um, had gone on or that is now going on that contributed to this, it made so much sense. But the thing that really helped me was realizing, like connecting with my body, my, I mean, the body keeps the score. The Body Keeps the Score, that's a book, by the way, if you haven't read it, it's an incredible, heavy, heavy, heavy book. But it's written by uh, Bessel van der Kolk, and he is a psychiatrist and a psychologist. And it's an incredible book that talks a lot about how the body keeps the score of what is happening to us inwardly. And that's what helped me realize, oh my gosh, I'm having anxiety. So I need to just be aware. And this is not, 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 not at all how things used to be for me. Because I used to be just so blind, so blind, so ignorant, so unaware, so out of touch from who I was emotionally, but also from what my body was telling me, what I was feeling. I totally didn't recognize all those, all those things. And so now realizing I have anxiety, this music isn't jiving with what I need. I need to put on music that will help soothe me that was imperative and I kind of liken it to, you know, putting Lucy Nellie down to sleep when they were, you know, infants and had to, I mean, their mom and I were very intentional in, in saying we got, the kids have to learn how to put themselves to sleep. So we're going to put them to bed intentionally. We're going to put them to bed awake intentionally. So, and they just learned how to put themselves to sleep. It was a skill that still to this day, they practice, thankfully, right? So I knew that I needed to learn the same skill of soothing myself when I'm upset. And in the past, I would be so out of control. I'd be so angry. And I and I really kind of, what's interesting about it is, I look back at moments like this that I've had in my life from when I was a kid, you know, all through adulthood. And... I always siloed this this emotional tumult into one dimension. I made all those emotions one-dimensional, meaning I just thought I was angry and I needed to pin that anger on something or someone. And if I couldn't take it out on that something or someone, then I found someone I could take it out on. My younger brother or my parents or whatever. It was honestly, it was mostly people who were closest to me. But... But as I have painfully learned <laughs> that's not that's not the, like, the best thing to do, and that's not productive. Moreover, it doesn't make me feel any better. It made me feel worse. Then I began to reflect inwardly. And so I share all this. And it was so hard. It was like I was just on the verge of tears, like for twenty five minutes. But I didn't rush home to the girls. I gave myself a chance to calm down. I gave myself a chance to reflect. And I came home. I just... The girls were in bed. And they were awake. And I just knelt down between the beds. On the floor. And I just said, hey, look. I'm having a moment. I'm having a hard moment. But... I recognized what I needed, and I knew that it wasn't about you, both either of you. But I said I was able to figure out that these situations all led to the emotional upheaval that I was feeling. And of course, I'm looking, I'm like trying to like model this for my kids, and I just don't do that in a, in a super rad way. I try, I try. But uh, in this case, they didn't necessarily <laughs> tell me to get out. They didn't say, Dad, stop, but I got, I got the eye roll from Lucy. And, <laughs> and that's typical and that's usual, but she didn't verbally object. So that to me, to come home and to own my emotions in front of the girls was massively important because i knew on the way home because i called them they knew i was upset and when i got here having processed through this situation then i was able to just share with them and let them know that it wasn't them but that it was like five other things combined and uh it allowed for connection but I was saying it on my knees in the room, just feeling all kinds of heavy, heavy emotions and brimming with tears. So this is an example of a real-life situation that is just normal. It's so normal. We all feel such emotional upheaval inside and learning how to... Process through it in a healthy way, is is really what this exact podcast is about. And so, again, just to reiterate, I want I want to share with this just to just to capture this. Number one, I I I was connected enough with my <laughs> with my body to realize, oh man, my heart's racing. I have anxiety. Something's going on. Number two. When I realized that the music I was listening to didn't help soothe me, I turned it off and I changed it to something that would soothe me, help me calm down, give me a chance to reflect, give me a chance to be curious, give me a chance to evaluate what the situations were that were triggering such strong emotions. And once I, once I identified one, then I was able to continue to identify them and then identify the emotions that were associated with those And once I was able to see what that looked like in totality, then I was able to really realize, like, this is my stuff. It's not anybody else's, and I just need to own it. And I need to accept it because it doesn't make me wrong. It just means that I'm just dealing with a lot. And that's not unique to any human experience. But my hope is is that we'll be able to process through it in an effective and skilled way. And that's why I'm coming to you all and sharing what was really ch- what was just really challenging, really tough. But once I was able to to walk through it, I just I felt enormous relief. Didn't have anxiety anymore. My heart wasn't racing anymore. And I was able to connect with the girls and able to to snuggle with Ellie, to cozy with her as she says. And um they're in bed. And they're asleep. So that's an example of a of a of a successful albeit super challenging situation and how i got through it so my hope is that this week you'll pay attention to your body and connect with the emotions that you're feeling connect with the situations that are evoking those emotions and connect to how collectively those contribute to a feeling of overwhelm, of overload. And then being able to identify them, work through them. So anyways, this isn't anything miraculous. This is just one situation that helped me. This is just a handful of tools that have served me. And that's why I'm here sharing with you and uh dodged a bullet tonight in the sense that I didn't leave (laughs) too much collateral damage which is not normal but I'm really trying appreciate you being here I appreciate you listening it was so good having you really glad you're here please share this episode if anything spoke to you and if you like what you heard subscribe love to hear from you also if you would like to join me on an episode to walk through any kind of situation or scenario that's been really tough and challenging in life Go to growwithkobe.com and click on the email button and send me an email and let me know what your situation is, what you'd like to talk about, what you'd like to talk through. And you may be the person that I invite to join me on an episode over Zoom. And we can just walk through it based upon the skills of the episode. Thanks for being here, guys. Talk soon.